All right, episode two, $5 sushi. Today, I've got the one and only Ryan Sapp. Ryan, say hi. What's up, guys? <laughs> the one and only. Ryan had, Ryan's probably known me since day one that I've been here in small town Ashland, Missouri. Yeah. Very close to at least day one. Very close. I met Ryan. <laughs> I met Ryan because I had another friend who figured out that I played guitar. That's right. And mainly Guitar Hero. And he said, do you think you could beat anybody? <laughs> and I said, absolutely. And he goes, do you think you can beat Ryan? And I said, I don't know who Ryan is, but I promise you I can beat him. <laughs> A little Siri action going on. But I said, yes, I don't know who Ryan is, but I promise you I could beat him. Mm. And so probably that same day, we went to Ryan's house and he warped my ass in mm -hmm. everything even related to Guitar Hero. It didn't matter if he, he could have played the guitar part on drums yeah, and he would have warped my <laughs> ass. I mean, he is phenomenal. Now, I could play on expert and all that shit. Da, 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 da. Right. Ryan is levels ahead of anybody I've ever seen play. Dude. It's phenomenal. I spent too much time on that game. It was, I remember going through <laughs> the playlist and seeing all like the ultimate stars. Like I didn't even know stars. they existed. Like uh -huh. it was insane. <laughs> but so like, this is, this is a big thing. I've, I very rarely talk about this. So like, I definitely played guitar here before I played real guitar. Definitely. Me too. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, way. I played Guitar oh, yeah. Hero one. Yeah. Because my because Hope, my older sister, played it, mm -hmm. and she had it, and so we all played it with it with this crappy white guitar. I mean, I remember all of it. And uh, Guitar Hero two came out. Mm -hmm. Got it. Completely fell in love. That was where I really hit it. Oh yeah. And then Guitar Hero three came out. I still was not on this ball. <laughs> I still was not playing an instrument. Guitar Hero three came out. I I mean, destroyed that game. Played it to the dirt. Oh yeah. And then probably, probably a more time passed after that, and then I finally got a guitar put in my hands. But by then, I really picked it up and was like, "Oh, this is just kind of like Guitar Hero, but there's more buttons." Right. And that was it. Was like, yeah, I kind of get the ba the super basics of it, but that's that's how it went for me. I don't know, like, it was it like the same way with no, you? No, it or? was the same, absolutely. Well, I didn't. So I started playing Guitar Hero three on my buddy's Wii. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is a cool I've got to be the best ever at this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I finally got, I think my first Guitar Hero was Guitar Hero World, World Tour. Oh, wow. Yeah. So kind of late think, in the series, but still. Yeah. I think while, while World Tour was like coming out was when I got a guitar put in my hand. Like I definitely mm -hmm. was playing it at a friend's house, but I didn't have, I played on, I played World Tour on a friend's Wii. Yeah. And was demolishing him. He was, oh, yeah. I remember his name was, his name was also Ryan. That's so funny, <laughs> actually. But he, um, I was like, I was in third grade and in love with his sister and whatever. Oh shit! And but he was like a junior in high school. Like he was way older than us. <laughs> but he was super chill with us, and I was like warping his butt and fucking Guitar Hero. And so, but no, I, I mean, I remember I had, you know, my dad had this guitar in the basement, and he was, dug it out one day, and mm -hmm. and I heard it and came in and he put it in i was already like doing it and he was like how do you know how to do this and i was like 
you obviously don't know how much Guitar Hero I play. That's I mean, so fair. It was, yeah. And, and now, now it's to a point where it's almost like some songs are easier on a real guitar oh, than they absolutely. are on Guitar Hero. No, they which absolutely is unreal. are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had I've heard many many a many a stories of other musicians that are like I cannot play Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. and I I don't really get that. Like I get where it's frustrating because you do have way more freedom, and right. it's a lot less frustrating, kinda. But it's not like I'm I'm still definitely able to play both. Oh you yeah, know? but I I've especially drummers. I've seen a lot of drummers are like I cannot play guitar hero drums or rock band drums or anything like right. that which is surprising because i feel like those would almost be i mean i don't play drums for real right i feel like that would be the easiest like transition that's what i thought between. too and so that kind of like i i was thinking about that and i was like i wonder if it's due because music naturally flows between right. bpms right that's like natural but remember those um shout out rick beato But in Rick Beato's videos, when he talks about uh, where they line them up perfectly, they line up the drum tracks perfectly on beat. Uh, Quantize. Quantize. quantize Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't feel right. Mm -mm. Yeah. So I'm sure many of Guitar Hero tracks are all quantized, if not all of them are. Well, they give you a little leeway if you're right before the note. Yeah, there is leeway. You can't be spot on. Yeah. But like, you know, those those songs, I'm sure, are all spot on. You know what I mean? They're pro- because you know you got to put them on a chart and they've got to line up on the beep, you know technology technology type shit and probably <laughs> transferring the chart to when they you know they're not pulling songs off iTunes and importing it no. in they they had to re-record those and get guys or get you know, the master tracks or get the master crazy. tracks and then they're like oh now we can quant-, you know it's yeah. not the you know, it's not the basic one it would be the most confusing thing on the planet you'd right. have so many nuances it would be impossible but it's weird so. For people that don't know, quantizing tracks and BPMs and da 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 da, it's a lot of music lingo. You'll probably get a lot of music lingo this time. Oh, yeah. But that means basically you're lining up things perfectly when. Like on a grid. Like on a grid. Perfectly spaced. Every beat is perfectly spaced. Human beings can't do that. Right. Human beings are not perfect. We. F- we fluctuate and that's part of the that's part of what makes good music good music is the fluctuation is the fluctuation the feel yeah and the movement the of the feel, pocket right exactly and to make it feel human absolutely. and that's like a lot of hip-hop well shit really any music right now oh yeah it's all quantized oh yeah so Pop, hip-hop the, all of it the craziest thing is i've i've you know i i watch all these people make beats and make mm-hmm. make music that's easy and popular right now. Things that people right. are everyone's making everything in their bedroom but the easy stuff or whatever. I you know, it's obviously the most prevalent I'm watching people do it. And it's it's so interesting to see people that who are better at it and they're tapping in what they want. And right. then people that aren't as good at it or haven't done it as long or have been doing this the whole time, mm-hmm. they're going to line it up in FL Studio perfectly. And yeah. then they're going to like, well, there you go. Oh, I can copy and paste it. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom. Now, is it still going to sound good? Yeah. It's just not going to have that same feel and that same flow. And it's just, it's, right. it's really just different levels. But to someone who has no idea what we're talking about or True. have never done it, 
they will never be able to appreciate it. Get out your iPhone right now if you're listening and get on GarageBand. If you own an iPhone, you got GarageBand. <laughs> you got GarageBand. That's and where you I can started. make a beat. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah. I started and making beats on GarageBand. And, and it will naturally be quantized. Yeah, exactly. You line it up on the grid. And you'll understand if you open the app. Absolutely. <laughs> I talked a little bit um, about like appreciation of um, like difficult things. Mm-hmm. Sort of. That sounds very vague, but like especially <laughs> difficult music. <laughs> Like I, I was uh, last episode. We kind of talked about this. Where it was if I showed Aiden this amazing, amazing guitar player mm-hmm. who was just shredding, blah, 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 absolutely, he would un- faces. yeah, he would understand that that is difficult. Right, you can appreciate the level of right. yeah. yeah. But as someone who also plays that instrument, you actually know what goes right. into it. And so that's with every, I mean, that is with everything, but it's just so, I mean, when the listeners are as much a part of the music experience as the musicians are. And I think about it all the time where it's like, I, I think about how can listeners be in the pocket? Like everyone anything it talks about anymore. Well, if you can nod your head to the beat, which most people can, if something's groovy, like, you know. To be in the pocket, you have to listen. Right. That's what the pocket is. You're hearing everything and you become a part of it. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely, as a listener, be in the pocket. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. It's crazy. That really changed how I thought. It's like its own language. Oh, yeah. So, So, for people who don't know... Me and Ryan, after we after he kicked my butt in Guitar Hero mm-hmm. and showed me who Daddy was, <laughs> we obviously found this love for music with each other. And he played guitar, and I played guitar, and we... <sighs> you were a lot better than me. You still are, but I've gotten a lot better. I th- <laughs> We've both definitely gotten a lot better. Now it's at this weird. I don't even know anymore. But yeah, the, I feel you there. It's uh, but so we it 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 took us a while to like play music together. Yeah, because we didn't really know what that was. I didn't know what that was. It's I a just, learning experience. Playing it's completely group, different. Playing off of each other. Oh yeah, and so man, it, it took some time for that to figure itself out. But then eventually, I hooked with. Brent, you hooked up with Brent. Yep, that's so nasty. One time, just just <laughs> one time. But then we called you after at least the third time, <laughs> and uh, actually, Brent told me to. He was like, "Do you know another guy that plays guitar?" I was like, "Yeah, Ryan's just right down the street. He plays guitar." He goes, "Call him." And I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm calling Ryan." So I called Ryan off my iPod, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I and he drug drug his stuff up there, and we just started jamming stuff. Next Playing. thing you know. Man in the box and Lagrange over and over, again. over and over, over and, and over, over again. again. Oh, dude! And E blues for hours, <laughs> but it was awesome. It oh, was yeah. the peak of anything we had ever done. Well, that's when I really fell in love with it. Oh, I and mean, yeah. I knew I loved it. When then... you, when we, when us three very amateur musicians could all fall in line in a groove, right. it was like this is it. This it's a different is, feeling. Man. It's so different and you'll never be able to describe it to anybody that doesn't know what it is and that's awesome and so that got the ball rolling and me and ryan have been acquaintances ever since 
has been good buddies, really, really good buddies. <laughs> we have, we have. There's been a lot. There's a lot of time in between now and then. Yeah, a lot of time. We, I bounced in between bands that weren't really bands <laughs> many o times. Uh, played a lot of different songs. Played a lot of different music. Hung out with a lot of different people. Went through a lot of different experiences. I mean, it's just a lot. But put through it, man. Yeah, and, but it. we're still. I mean, music is still as prevalent as, if not more prevalent no, now absolutely. than it. I mean, absolutely is now than it was then. But I mean, it. Const- I think it's constantly growing. Mm-hmm. It's just finding what is fitting us now. Right. That's what's so hard about it to me. Is like I'll always be partial to like classic rock. Oh yeah, and metal. Oh yeah, Ozzy, Zeppelin, all the classics. All that. But it's like, I don't. Do people want to hear that anymore? There is so much good. It's music. almost dad rock now, There's which is sad, but oh, like it is too. And I, I remember, it was probably probably two years ago is when it started, where everyone was saying, "Oh, it's gonna come back." Right. It's on its way back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Well, now it it and it kind of floated like it was like starting to become buoyant. And then it, to- I feel like it's sinking again. I well, feel like it's totally falling off the cliff again. I'll tell you what it was. Bohemian Rhapsody, that movie was released. Yep. And people were like, oh my God, Queen. Yep. I fucking love Queen. Yep. Fuck, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then The Dirt. Oh, fucking Motley Crue. The Dirt was the was the peak. Yeah. When The Dirt came out and the week after The Dirt came out, it was like, every, I mean, I've never had so many people that were like, I, I know every metal song ever. <laughs> right. You could name a metal band, mainly Chicks. Right. Uh, you can have a metal band. I promise you I have them on Apple Music. I'm like... Everyone and their dad. Literally. Everyone and <laughs> Literally. their dad and their mom and their aunts and their uncles and their grandpa and their grandma. And their uncle's pet alligator. Yes. All of them. <laughs> we're all... <laughs> we're all... Like, you guys can... You guys always like this music. You guys mm-hmm. basically are not posers and not and knew this music before the dirt came out. Right. And you play it? I want to hear it. Now... Did they really want to hear it? No, they didn't. But did they like the movie? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> we did too. There may be there may have been a few people that actually like, you know, yeah. Oh, that, I actually like this kind of music. Yeah. I should have given this a chance. But now if you ask them, it's eh, not, eh, yeah. Yeah. Which which is a bummer. And I'm not saying that I feel like I feel like anybody that plays a type of music that is not mainstream mm-hmm. is automatically against mainstream music, and I'm not like that. I'm not no. trying to har- like harp on no. new music so because it's that all... that is the that is the first thing that everybody does is goes oh so they don't like all the other music right. That's not how music has to work. No, <laughs> just because and that's goes both ways. Just because you like mainstream music does not mean you cannot tap into things that are not mainstream. Exactly. That's the that's the beauty of it. You're going to find stuff that you like and other people don't. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you're finding things that you connect with, like real things. Everybody's different. Music's different. Like, you know, there's there's songs that Ryan like that I hate. Right. And there's songs that I like that Ryan hates. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's okay. And that's okay. That's, that's totally okay. I can't okay. stand it when somebody's like, oh, you like that? That's fucking stupid. And I'm like, yeah, and you're I an idiot. also love Garth Brooks. And they're like, 
you're lying. And I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> like, it's just an opinion. Like, it's just, yeah. It's it all. You feel some type of way. I all guess. music it's, is is opinions. Yeah. But no, I, 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 and I've struggled with that before where mainstream stuff comes out. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to suck. And mm-hmm. sometimes it does. And other times, <clears throat> I'm pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. And I think that's the best part. Like, I tell you what. What? When the whole Billie Eilish phase was thought, coming up, I, I was, was like, fade out. oh, man, who is this? I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to even give myself a chance on it. But I tell you what, she slaps. She's amazing. She's awesome. She is an absolute work of art. And honestly, I worship her. To well, this I think day. it's really cool that it's her and her brother. Yep. In their bedroom. Did you hear this? Awesome. Did you hear the story of like he? She walked in one day and something. She, whenever they first started making music together, mm-hmm. and he said, "I'm going to make you the biggest pop star of all time." I love that. And now she is speaking into existence, manifestation. And it's amazing. It's amazing. And it, they still live in the same house, right? It was all in their bedroom. He's amazing too. If He's you've awesome. ever heard any of his oh, songs, yeah. He's amazing. She, I, I was the same way. I, I just like anybody. Actually, the first song I heard was Zanny off of that album. Oh, yeah. And I was blown away. I was blown away by how bold it was mm-hmm. and how deep the tracks ran and how intense the tracks were. Right. And how her voice compared to these giant, thunderous tracks. It was so mesmerizing. And I wore that one song out. And it was because I was fancied on this girl. She'll know who it is if she listens to this. <laughs> but... How'd that end up? How'd that go? Not good. Oh. Well, no, not good. Not good. <laughs> nah, overall, terrible. But And it bees like that sometimes. It bees like that. <laughs> but, so we, but eventually that led me into the rest of the album. And of course, Bad Guy, you couldn't escape it. Yeah, right. But after, I mean, the whole album is a complete work of art. It's awesome. And she's genius. And they influence they, each other. Genius. There's just two of them. It's insane. And that's where it's so real. And I mean, and then after, I mean, let's not, let's be real. Bill, that album is Billie Eilish's big album. That's really like her one album. Of course, she has other songs out. There's other albums out. But right. Billie Eilish's album that came out was the bad guy album. Oh, yeah. And that's like the one. And then all, the, then, then the, then the rain came and here's Ocean Eyes. Yeah. And all these giant things that people are weeping over. Right. And I'm sure Billy was like, Billy has to be like, I wrote that when I was 13. <laughs> 13. Can you, Can you imagine? Her voice on that track, she's 13 years old. And I'm pretty sure that song was in Pretty Little Liars, too. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. So. And she exploded. <laughs> she's the. She's like, I don't think we rationalize how big she really is. No. Because, I mean, she's, we're talking like, we're talking huge she's she's the biggest deal right now and she will be for for a long time which is awesome because now you don't need to go through like the corporate music labels that's that's why i I love the state of music right now but i also kind of hate it because it you know everyone's doing it (sighs) yeah it's it's becoming over saturated we look like old people because we play instruments <laughs> right isn't that weird yes like that, back in the 80s we would have been the coolest dudes on the block the coolest guys oh my even god in the 90s, oh. even five years ago we were pretty cool yeah we were kind of we were kind maybe of maybe even early 2000s we were oh yeah kind of cool oh but. yeah <laughs> but now it's like 
this is old news. No one even bats an eye at it unless they sit down and appreciate it. Right. And it's still people can't do it. People there's still spots for it, but that spot is getting smaller and smaller and smaller all the time. But what's weird is that on the other side is that albums like record albums outsold vinyl vi- yeah, vi- yeah vinyl albums outsold every other way of purchasing music right this last year so, vinyls which is like real uncut non-processed the real sound like that was the whole deal straight up which is yeah. like okay so you want the real stuff but you're not you're not picking the right music to get the real stuff you have to you you hit point B, but you're not a you're not hitting point A first. Right, and see that's why I kind of think that it might all come full circle because people will start buying vinyl more just for that nostalgic feeling, and they go to their record stores and just go crate digging, you know, oh, yeah. and find something by fuck I don't know James Taylor or somebody right. something great. Like, like oh that. wow, this is beautiful, beautiful music, real beautiful music. James Taylor is the perfect person to, to say for that <laughs> but and when you put on a record you're you know you're taking this giant intimate, disc right it's an event yeah music is not an event anymore unless you go to a concert you just get on your iphone and click and any turn song it on and, it. and you go run on the treadmill or right. you clean your room or you drive home or right. That's it. Like our parents and grandparents, they went to the store, bought the album, couldn't wait to get home, put it on their record player, put the needle and then, on, and sat there and, and experienced sat and it. Experienced it exactly. It's an experience, right? And I mean, and God. people want it, right? And the fact that the vinyl's outsold everything else proves it. But we're still kind <laughs> of like we're in this weird. Every they just took the whole with. All of that wrapped all everything we just talked about with Billie Eilish to the vinyls to people making making fantastic music in their bedrooms to instruments being old news to everything evolving to what you know to mainstream music to not mainstream music. They took all of that and jumbled it up and threw it up in the air. And shot it like 40 times. And we're just waiting for the pieces to rain back right. down so we can put them back together. And uh, so it's like, what the, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. I, <laughs> Besides sit and wait and go and, and pick sides. Go, well, I wait for the fallout and pick sides. Country right. music's going to win. <laughs> and then you got people over here. <laughs> Billy Ives is the greatest. She'll be the best. She's going to rule the world. Why not appreciate right. both? Yeah. Why can't we do both? That's and then you've got like the four metal heads that are, like no, nah, we're gonna there somehow or another. Our three pieces that were up there in the first place are gonna rain down and be number one. Not gonna happen, sadly. <laughs> but I wish it did. But it's not gonna happen. But yeah. What is what do you, what do you think? I think about this all the time since we always talk about Jason. Jason's our old man drummer. He'll appreciate our that when he listens drummer. to this. But I always think about this. So Jason lived basically through prime time metal scene yeah all through the 80s like had the metallic all eight through tracks the ni- yes and- all through the 90s all eight tracks all vinyls like real rock metal music when it was huge when 
Metallica was the name. And when all of it was Satan music, <laughs> you know, and, and Dave Mustaine was hot. Right. And all, you know, these, all these things where you just hear stories about, they lived it, you know? Yeah. That had to be a time. He, they lived through Motley Crue. Right. They watched that happen day by day by day. With what was the what was the British guy's name that died in the car wreck? Razzle. He Hanoi Rock. He remembers the news coming on when <laughs> Razzle died, and it was such a big deal. And he and he tells us he's like, I don't, I don't, I didn't get why it was such a big deal. Like Razzle's band was nowhere near as right, big as Motley right. Crue. But still, but it was still the same, right? Like someone said, but he, you know, so like he has opinions and experiences with it, and we can just sit and hear stories about it. Imagine what that time was like when metal and rock music, all this, what people have called wrist cutter music now, and it's all trash and uh, it's all angry and screaming oh. and loud, it's just noise. That was the, I mean, it was obviously very different then, but a lot of it still holds true. And it was the Biggest thing there was there was no Drake there was no, no Billie Eilish there was no even young you know the young was Motley Crue that was as young as you got those were right. kids and Metallica was even you know those were kids writing those kill them all songs yeah. kill them all and all yeah. and that was the kids we we literally have it we have thirteen year olds. Making bazillions of dollars off one song. I mean, it's insane. unreal. It's unreal. It's completely different. But that was the biggest. I mean, that had to be the best time and also the worst time at the same time. Yeah. Like the thing is, though, if you lived back then, you had no idea what was coming. So you, you could appreciate everything even exactly. more. Exactly. And everything was an experience. Nothing was fast. Nothing was God, easy. Everything is so fast now. You can Social have media and shit like so that is fast. <laughs> It's so fast. You blink and you miss. And it's like, gone. Yeah. Think of, I, I, I like to, th I think we think about how much we see. Think of how much we don't see. Right. You know what I mean? Everything. And that's, that's what keeps us sane, really, is because I can sit down with you and go, hey, did you see this? And you can go, no. Oh, no. And then I can that. tell you about it. But if we saw the same crap all the time and I said, hey, I can't say, hey, can you see this? Because I know that you did. It's kind of like that. Like, hey, it you is see a lot this on of Twitter, time. and you're like, "Yeah, I saw that." Oh yeah, oh, I saw okay. That. Let's sit here in silence and do nothing for oh, the next cool. two minutes. And let me scroll through Twitter and see right. if I can see something else that was <laughs> kind of humorous. Right. That's it. But like, what a time! And you, you know, you hear what a we time. we only have stories about yeah. and and the relics of that time to go. You know, oh, we put it in, and then we would flip the vinyl over, or flip the chart over and read the track names and then you know you get done with side a and you're like oh my god it's amazing or they put this weird laugh in there and it scared the shit out of you because you yeah. fall asleep and like there was all these there was so much art and thought behind these things <laughs> <laughs> and now it's nothing now it's oh, <laughs> Ryan just had a beer explode on him what are the odds that was awesome that was fantastic. But, I mean, what an absolute time. What an absolute time. Oh, man. All right, well, while Ryan uh, recovers that beer, I'm going to run this ad. Flip it over to 
Hello. All right. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Ryan's beers. Uh, pretty Less much gone. Foamy. Less foamy. But so we talked about, or what we talked about while that uh, ad was rolling, is that mumble rap is gone. Kind of, yeah. It's it pretty gone. We made that go away. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because that was bad. I, you know, Loki. I'm kind of a fan of 21 Savage, though. For some reason. I don't know why. Just his vibe. Yeah. The way he goes about it. It's got a good vibe. I, but, like, you know, it's, it's kind of mumble rap. It's it's better mumble rap, for sure. At least I can understand what he's saying without reading the lyrics. Is that mumble rap, though? If you can understand what he's saying, I don't know if it's mumble rap. Well. There uh, was some whack stuff well, yeah. going on. And we were, and people were blowing up about it. Let us never ever forget <laughs> Gucci Gang, <laughs> dude. I mean, now I can't stand him. Going off my previous statement just now about Twenty One Savage, being able to understand, you can understand what Lil Pump was saying in Gucci Gang, but that was terrible music. Yeah, and we we have we have we have definitely hit the point. We're we're seeing the pieces rain back down for sure. Yeah. And we are not afraid to say that things are bad. Justin Bieber's new album, bad. It's kind of bad. It's yeah. like horrifically bad. It's not he released, what I thought it was going to be. He released Yummy as a single is the worst thing ever. Yeah. I mean, it, and people were telling him and he understood that it was bad. He's almost like a dad now without being a dad. He, I think he's given up. I think he's literally like, I think he's at his peak. I think he cannot make any more good music. It's that married sex life is bringing him down. I, a thousand percent. <laughs> I think he got married and he was just like, oh, oh. I'm done. Yeah. You know, and that's not with everybody. No. But he, I mean, I think he hit his peak a while, not a while ago, but like he was foaming there, out. There were some good songs on purpose, his last album. There was, but I mean, he was foaming out. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was not going to make headlines. No. There's still people out there that have been around for a long time that will still make headlines of new albums. Right. He is not one of them. And now especially. Yummy really put the icing oh, on the cake dude. it was terrible and he I couldn't knew believe it. it i couldn't he believe it had to know it was bad don't you think <laughs> i don't know how you can release something like that and not know it's bad it's almost like he's at the point where i'm justin bieber i can just say whatever i want now okay now the, i i don't think people won't get this people who are not musicians who do not make music who okay. will not get that shoot they won't get the fact of like, you know when your song's bad, yeah, like and and I don't care who you are. Like, there's definitely there's definitely people and singers, especially there's a lot of singers that think they're good mm -hmm. when they're really not. Right. There's a level that you get to, especially when you're as huge as Justin Bieber, that you know when you're performing well. Yeah, and you know when you're performing poorly, and the and like it's like a sport. Yes, you know, you know you have a good game. You have good days and bad days, right. and you feel good, and you know that's bad. Like anything, really. You know it's a skill set, and especially when it's your livelihood, and this is your life. Mm -hmm. You're doing this every day. You know it. We know it, and it is not what's you know keeping us alive. Well, that's it's probably keeping us alive a little bit. But <laughs> we're like, not living we're off not living of off of it. Right. This right. is not what we do constantly a thousand percent all the time. Right. He knew what he 
was singing and what he was performing and what he was putting out was bad. He had to have. He knew that. But he may be the label or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He knew it. I'm give that now that's a respect statement. I'm saying that Justin is good enough to know that that song was bad. And he probably didn't want to put it out, but he did have to defend it because he was right. being paid to. But he had waited long enough to where it's like, oh, if you've got writer's block or whatever, why not just wait a little bit longer? Right. So maybe Even the label was, was pressuring him. Oh, to put it, out, it absolutely was. And so this still. crap came out of it. And he, you know that he was, one, not happy to be doing it. Absolutely. To be filming the video, to take the time to even sing such a terrible... I mean, it's just not good. Well, does he even write his own songs? Do you know? I'm going to guess no. I cannot say that I do know. Usually singers like that don't write I'm going to say that I don't think he does. So... I think... I think, like... I no, I I, I can say that <laughs> probably not. He does not. He might have a hand in the writing process, but like he. Oh, I'm sure every singer kind of does, right. to an extent. It depends how much they own you. Unless you're country. Sorry, country fans, if you don't want to hear this. Yeah. But there's the same three songwriters in Nashville. They yeah. just churn out songs, yep. send them to everybody, and someone's like, "Oh, I like that. Yep. I'll Sorry. sing on it." And they got the same band, the same session musicians that yeah. play the exact same. Yeah. Sorry if you That's, didn't want to know the inner you're, workings. You're hearing it. this. You're hearing a lot of the same people all the time. Pandora's box has been opened. Yes, that's that's Sorry about you. that just that's is just what it the is. Fact of the matter. Yep. Yep. And it's kind of sad. And yeah. And as 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 musicians, in case we haven't made a parent, me and Ryan are musicians. <laughs> right. Me and Ryan are musicians. We've played a lot of music <laughs> in our life. A lot of different music, not just metal music. We play. Everything. 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 We've listened to everything. Like everything. And it's people have who they like right now. And you're not getting in. Like you're, if you have to be the, not only do you have to be a phenomenal musician to even go to Nashville and be a session musician. Right. I mean, you have to be like stupid good and you're not even playing music that's that difficult. You also have to drink with the right people that will yeah. get you in there. And it's just a stroke of luck, man. It's, it's a complete stroke of luck. You can like me and Ryan could go to Nashville right now and everyone that you see in Nashville that's even in corner shit bars or at Kid Rock's new place, right? Or amazing could blow half of mainstream artists out of the water and they're playing crappy bars and i've seen it firsthand night after night after night different person after different person i mean these people blow mainstream artists out of the water and they're playing in bars dive maybe bars. once a week complete yeah. dive bars I mean, amazing. Some of the most talented people you'll find. They would be, if they were anywhere else but Nashville, they'd be the biggest deal on the planet. Not on the planet. The biggest deal in that said town and or state. And they'll probably never make it. And now, that sounds really bold coming from a guy that is, one, not that good. (laughs) Two, not in Nashville. (laughs) Three, not doing it, and four, not making it that far and have no idea, never been in the industry, whatever. But I can tell you 
they're not going to make it big. You're never going to have this like, oh, yeah, I used to play at Kid Rock's place, and now I'm as big as Garth Brooks. I'm right. as big as Billy Eyes. I'm the next Taylor Swift. <laughs> nope, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. And it's because that there's probably... How many how many other Taylor Swifts do you think are lined up right now? At least seven. Or th- <laughs> seven thousand. I mean, there's and you look at Taylor Swift and you go, Huh. Hmm. I know a lot of people that can or I've heard a lot of people that can sing as good as her and write about the same things as her. Right. And probably and even play instruments better than play her. Play instruments probably better than her. And look as good as she does. And right. I, I couldn't tell you their names. Right. But I definitely know that I've heard them and seen them. So what's the key? You know, what's yeah. the what's the fact? So how did she here? make it? A stroke of luck? Probably. Discovered by the right people. Just let just herself right place, right time. The industry. And that's yeah. I mean, now there's definitely exceptions. One of them being Billie Eilish. <laughs> well, that's a huge exception. Huge exception, absolutely. But at Which the same cool. time, you look at all these other people. Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. That was a stroke of luck. They all, all of One Direction, auditioned as soloists, and then Simon said, "No, let's make them a group." They were not friends before that. No. They are now, of course, and well, now they're separating. They're doing their own deal. But they were, they did not know each other. And then they went, oh, they're all, oh, there it is. Oh, let's right. do that. But you know what's interesting about them, though, is mm-hmm. that Harry Styles, he's mm-hmm. arguably the biggest one, like the biggest solo career out of I all would, of them. Yeah, absolutely. And he's like the most classic rock, classic old music oriented. Yes, he is. Which he, is interesting. He plays with real people. Yeah. He has a real band. He makes some good songs. He makes great songs. I've I absolutely have fallen in love with Harry Styles. Now, does he get worn out? Of course. Who yes. doesn't? Yes. I mean, there's not I don't know if Harry Styles has a song. He probably does for me that I could put on at any time, anywhere, and be like, yes, that's the one. And just be like, perfect. That's what I needed. Woman. I like that one a lot. Woman's a great song. It's cool. Kiwi's a great song. Cool. There's so many. I could go on and on. There's a few on the new album that I haven't gotten tired of yet, but right. But eventually, I mean, like uh, this new album was. It was yeah. I wore it out. I really did. And but I do that with albums. Now I'll still. I mean, sometimes it'll still bleed. You know, I'll be like, ah, whatever. Let's kick that on real quick. I'm in the mood. You know, I want to hear. I want to hear my guy. You know, (laughs) but (laughs) oh god. But I mean, man, I wore it out. Yeah, and I think I wore it out faster than the one beforehand. Which, I mean, they're both phenomenal. He's great, and he's writing his own music, and that's why it's to us it's probably clicking more because it feels more real. True, but it's so easy for listeners to just fall into what one what everyone else is listening to. Absolutely, it's so easy. What's being played at the club? What's being played on the radio? What's the radio doesn't even count for much anymore because yeah. everyone's on their phone. It's just not even that much anymore. But <laughs> what's being played at the club? 
what's the who's the really the prettiest mm-hmm. and who does everyone else like right now and who's you know that's and that. is that song on tiktok right now tiktok <laughs> is huge you know, know? huge the hell i mean is that, that how you know how is that if that's cool like it's yeah i'm not you know it's not like downgrading that stuff but it's just so strange to, it, you have to put music in perspective right it's you just another way to get your stuff out there. Take a step back and look and go, that's really odd that that happened. Yeah. If this was literally one year ago, that wouldn't have happened. Right. And somehow it did. Like five years ago, Old Town Road, no one would have no ever heard of that. No one would have even what batted an eye at it. You know? People would have been like, ha ha, that's funny. And there he goes. Yeah. And now he's... A huge deal. Huge <laughs> deal. And he's a mystery. I don't know if Lil Nas I, is going to last. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. I doubt it. But but at the same time, like, I thought. He's already over-exceeded expectations. He got oh, his five seconds of fame. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I like him. I yeah, like he's what a good he, guy. Yes. I mean, from what I see. I like what I see from him. And I think that's huge. He seems like a real person. He's transparent. Yes. He, That's good I feel like I know stuff about him. There's so many people that I have no idea about. The opposite of that. Who? How was Drake like as a person? Uh, I don't know. Nobody has any idea besides the like, fact that he might He does be... kind of put on a facade on social media and stuff. And don't get me wrong. I'm the biggest Drake lover of all time. Oh, Ryan so. likes Drake. <laughs> That's a given. But, but you're right. How, I mean, like, the only thing that's like maybe transparent is that he might be in love with the girl from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, I hope not. I mean, probably. No, he might like people that are under. No, 18. I'm just saying. Why? Why would he do that when he's got I think supermodels he's... and shit? He's the biggest rapper. He's the biggest artist in the world right people now. People want what they can't get, man. I guess Drake has everything. <laughs> God, Drake has everything he could ever want. Yeah. What do you do? What do you want whenever you have everything? Something you can't get. Something you can't get. <laughs> Underage girls? <laughs> Is that? Nah, I mean. Oh man. I'm sorry. That's what oh. I mean. And I'm. I mean, I'm making allegations towards the biggest. <laughs> The biggest rapper there is right now. That's terrible. There um, might be FBI. You're not the first. I might die in my sleep tonight, but I mean. <laughs> He's sending out shooters. I, but, coming your way but right now. comparing him of what I know about him versus somebody like Lil Nas, who was literally like this pop up, like he, that was a stroke of luck. He's still humble. He's so humble. And I know things about him. And I think he's funny and he says things he doesn't like and he says things that he does like and he posts funny stuff and he's like a real person. Maybe I can relate to him because he's basically my age. Right. But like... Am I older than him? Is he younger than me? I think so. God. He posted about cool math games the other... I think today. Oh, that is so our generation. Isn't that awesome? Primary games? Yeah. He was talking about... buggy? He was talking about like a certain... (laughs) Some certain game on there. Talking about like I don't know, and I was like, "That's so funny." I was like, "That's so real." And same with same way with Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is younger than me. 
Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. But at the same time, pretty awesome. And uh, there's bottom line. <laughs> bottom line. With everything music, with everything music, it is so tempting and so easy and so wonderful to hear of an idea that goes, if they can do it, you can do it. Right. I love to say that there's no such thing as luck, but that is the biggest bullshit lie on the absolute planet. Okay. It is what music is today is one, what you make of it. Okay. If you want to make music and you choose that you do not care if people hear it or not, and you don't make money off it, you might have 12 people that listen to it, but they might be the most diehard fans. Right. They might love you. Or you might have nobody that listens to it. Maybe it's terrible. Maybe it's maybe you have three people. Or at least you, you still did it. Maybe you have two people <laughs> that if you're enjoying it, perfect. That's all that matters. Okay? But if you th- if you think that you're going to be the next Billie Eilish or the next Lil Nas or the next Taylor Swift or the next Drake or the next Beyonce or the next, I mean, I could go on and 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 on. I'm, I mean, like it is with all, I mean, I, I want that. Absolutely. I want that for myself. Absolutely. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Okay. It's not going to happen there. The likelihood of that happening is so far below zero that you could not even fathom it. There is no pot. I mean, I hate it because I want to do it so bad and it hurts so much to say this out loud, but like, it's not going to fucking happen. It's not going to. Well, that, yeah. That is probably true. It's just insane, you know. But however, there's always a button. However, <laughs> yeah, Mo- like the majority of people that do make it, they always come out and say, you know, I just I told myself from the beginning I have to do this. I have to make it. I am right. going to do this. Confidence, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Confidence, confidence in music is the absolute biggest part about music. Yeah, you have to be confident in what you're doing. You right. cannot, you cannot like, you cannot not like the music that you're playing True. because you're not going to be able to play it right. You have to be 110%. You invested. have to be, it has to, whatever you're playing has to be you. It has to be a thousand percent you and what you're getting. And that's how it's going to go. That's True. why you're hearing, that's why you have music that makes you want to cry. Right. That's, that's what it is. They put their whole soul into They're it. They're not faking that. No. Nope. And that does not just come from singers. No. There is. Now, are you going to get a beat that makes you want to cry? Maybe. Maybe. If they really. If, I mean, it's going to be harder because it's. I mean, it just is. But, I mean, get. I mean, from piano players to guitar players to. You could play 
freaking lap steel. The Dobro. Of to the Dobro. Theremin. To the didgeridoo. To the acoustic theremin. <laughs> if you... I mean, if you can make that thing weep, you're going to make other people if weep. If you can make that motherfucker weep, <laughs> you're going to make other motherfuckers <laughs> weep, man. And that's real. That's super real. And you might be huge off of it. Or no one's going to give a shit. Right. And you're just good. You know? It's just the right person going, boom, that's it. Or everybody... Is like say that's it. Someone has to. Someone has to take it. Yeah. And right. I mean, that's those are two really tough things to get. You know. Yeah. And now these. Now here's the deal. No one's gonna convince the masses of anything today. No one's gonna do that. No one's suffer the masses. No one (laughs) is gonna be able to convince the masses that you're good. Unless you're, unless you convince yourself, think about that. Stopped you right in your tracks. Okay, I thought about it. That was kind of a dumb point, but no. What do you mean? What do you mean? Tell what yourself. You mean? I'm not the masses. How are you going to? If convince, I said, how are you going to convince the masses that you deserve it if you can't convince yourself? Well, that's a. That's not what you said. Was it not? You said. You said. But what if you convince yourself? And I'm like, okay, well, if I can Okay, maybe I said it dumb, but but you know what I'm saying. You cannot convince the masses without convincing yourself right. But, like, like if I cannot sit here and go, okay, I've I've put in my 10,000 hours. (laughs) I'm amazing. I'm making great music. I've, and if I was like wholeheartedly going, yes, this is good stuff. I know this is good. I believe in it. I put passion in this. There's blood, sweat, and tears in this. Right. I've given up everything for this. That is not going to convince people because they're going to go, okay. Sure. Who doesn't? Is your name Drake? Play me some Lil Xan. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And did you die? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you. Okay. And. Okay. Do you. But have, do you sip lean? Do you sip lean? Do you smoke weed? <laughs> do you. Are you playing at the club? Are you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you? No. Oh, you got nothing. Okay. You cool. dressed That's in it. Louis. You got money. Yeah. You got a music music video. You got a with a bunch of bitches with fat asses. Bingo. Yeah. It's you know it's that stuff and yeah. you have to get attention. It's more everything to be mainstream is more than music. There's no such thing as mainstream music. You have mainstream people who have good marketing teams right. and good social they media teams persona. and good you know. Yeah, attention is everything. It's just attention. You don't, you don't have. You're not. In most cases, you're really not even looking at musicians. You're looking at people that people like. Right. You're looking at Kim Kardashians with voices. True. Facts. You know that's. They're not. A lot of them are not writing their own music. They're not, you know, whether they perform it live or not is really up to them. Mm-hmm. They, you know, that's that's what you're getting. They look good, and that's what you've got. And so then you have to go and 
Yeah, that's a hard thing to settle in. And that's why you get people that are so angry. You're telling me that Drake is just a face to you. You don't think mm-hmm. he puts passion behind that. You don't think da 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 I don't say that. I think he's got a love for music. I think he's I now he, I think absolutely he's a musician. But do I think there's plenty of songs that he didn't write that he sings on? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Do I think there's plenty of songs that he did not put any effort on at all? He just walked in the studio and put it down real quick and they made oh, he had to do five takes. Oh, big bummer. And that one was take it. Drake. One take Drake. <laughs> he had to do one take Drake real quick. On this crappy song he didn't care about, you probably have never heard in his entire life. But it's and Drake, then, so it's gonna get. Like, it's Drake, and it's yeah. gonna be. It might be huge, you know. I mean, he's still awesome. Dr- yes, I'm not bashing Drake specifically, but I'm not gonna name drop anybody else because I'll get too much flack for it. But I mean, there's so it's, you know, it's like saying, "Why is Kim Kardashian a big deal?" Because her father. Was OJ's lawyer, and she's hot, and had a sex tape. <laughs> How many other l- lawyers who have guarded famous people do you think daughters have sex tapes? But are they hot? Hot daughters that have sex tapes. Odds are, if you're a lawyer in Hollywood, well, she was kind of born into it. Like that family got famous because of that. Yeah, but not not Kardashian famous. No, not Kim famous. You know what I mean? Like, how did that happen? How did we let that happen? Because, exactly. <laughs> you know. Now take that and look at the music scene with it. How did we let that happen? Right. But we don't talk about that. Lil Pump. How did we let that happen? We let that happen, and it was huge. I don't care if you like him, but it's just not. Good. Like you can like dance to it and it's kind of funny, but it's not like yeah, it's in four four and it has a down music. Beat. Good job, you know. All right. Yeah. I, and I get frustrated. And I'm gonna get okay boomered for that, but right. Seriously, like think about that. <laughs> but that's okay. Think of it. <laughs> think about wh- okay. The Kardashians are famous for whatever reason. But okay, they've OJ Sim okay. <laughs> Now, if it was O.J. Simpson's daughter, you could go, oh, okay, O.J. was kind of crazy. That was, that was some crazy shit. Yeah. Let's make a, let's make a reality Kim show about her life. might be O.J. Simpson's daughter. That, uh, that's but debatable. Debatable. That's neither here nor there. But if that was, <laughs> that would make more sense than just like, oh, yeah, O.J. Simpson's lawyer's daughter had a sex tape. What? That's literally like going, oh, yeah, Ryan's uncle's daughter's nephew had pet uh, alligator's <laughs> That alligator had a sex tape. Now it's the biggest deal on the planet. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who cares? Everybody. The whole world Everyone does. cares. They lose their fucking minds over that it's shit. It's the biggest deal ever. We watch it every week. We, lo- we look at their lives. We check on their Twitter. We buy their merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it pisses me off because it's not real. This is not real stuff. No, no. one can relate to them. Well, no one has ever watched. People the Kard- want to relate to them. Well, right, but no one's ever watched the Kardashians and gone, "Oh, relatable." <laughs> no, you're not relating to them. They're billionaires. You're you have nothing to relate to. They're the one percent. We're not. But they yeah. don't do anything the same. You want to be the same for them, so they go, "Oh, look." 
we made these clothes that look I wear sometimes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I can buy them for a hundred. I can buy that T-shirt for one hundred forty dollars, and you wore it that one time. It was a completely different oh. T-shirt, and you're never gonna wear it again. So like me, I can and be Chloe. like you. <laughs> you know why do you want to be like them? Because. Because she's OJ Simpson's lawyer's daughter that has a sex tape? That doesn't make no, sense. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense. Why is that a thing? It does not make sense. But yet, f- they will be a deal forever. Yeah. Think of how many real, pure people in things that are relatable that you could actually learn things from, which sounds boring, that are ex- or exciting people. Or things that have real people that have real things to say. People or that have like that. substance, substance, character, even right, <laughs> in some form or another. Yeah, that you could be looking at, but the fact that yeah, whether it's money or who they are or who they drink with or how <laughs> they played their cards, blah blah blah. We're watching them. Right, we are watching them. Oh, well, live and let live, man. And that's that. I can't think about it too much. It pisses me off. Yeah. Just try to let it let it be. Let it be. You know what? I'm going to end this one on a... On a, on a positive note? I was going to say harsh note, but I can end on a oh, positive well, note. Oh, no. Whatever you want. All in doubt. All in doubt. Music is still the most beautiful thing on this planet. Absolutely. And everybody can communicate through it, no matter the language, no matter the barrier, no matter what. Music is the one thing that everybody has, and we need to realize that more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whether it's influenced by money or not, or who you are as a person, or how you look, it has to be just about the music. That's the biggest thing. But I'm going to leave it there. I hope I pass the audition.